Steinmeier. Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond. Because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? Son, do you ever wear your hat on backwards anymore as an adult? Only if I'm like joshing around, you know. Yeah, I know. If I'm like like nervous, like I'm at a game and I'm nervous, I'll move it around. You know, I don't actually walk around with it backwards. Yeah. There's a guy who coaches hockey near me. He comes in the hat on backwards. He's my age or older than me. Like the tight skinny jeans. He's always doing this. Fucking Does he lame. talk French or, or English? But of course. His last name is Chartres. He's a yeah, fucking Chartres loser. Shit take. Chartres. A shit. Do you know what a shit take is? What? Besides it's things he, that Sean Kidd says? I shouldn't say it. it. Just in case there's any kids listening. It involves sculpting. Like a uh, ghost? Yes, but with different materials and all right let's <laughs> yep 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 let's just move on no holds barred yeah, there's no holds barred we should be able to talk about it but we can't we are simulcast on audio video audio on any podcast application video on our youtube channel subscribe to both follow us on social media tiktok instagram facebook we have all kinds of short content we have full content uh video exclusive content audio exclusive content to subscribe you get it all if you're a wrestling nerd if you like evergreen content there's tons of it for you we have lots of cool stuff. And so a video sure you can shoot me with a hat on backwards. Yeah, you can throw up when you see it. Uh, so here at Noah's Bar, we're generally here every Saturday. February is a little wonky. We're missing a couple, most likely. But uh, we're happy to have you here. And yes. what we're doing on most Saturdays is running through our long-term stretch project, which is the greatest WWE world title change ever. Uh, we're watching every WWE title change from the beginning uh, yep. till the one we're up to now, which is Monday Night Raw, October 18th, 2001. And uh, we are rating them in a series of categories and the stack ranking them based on total points. So, That's Aaron, right. uh, what are those categories? Oh, the categories. So there's five categories. They are match quality, significance, the moment, build, and aftermath. Uh, that's uh, five categories. We each give a score out of 10, gives us a nice round score out of 100. And as we sit right now, our first overall match Standing pretty strong, uh, you know, almost unbeatable at 94 points. And our worst uh, match so far, we don't talk about our worst that much, but our worst is 16, and that's Pedro Morales and uh, Stan the Man Stasiak. What do you expect from a guy named Stasiak? Yeah, or the man, or Stan. All right, so tonight we are watching a rematch of the match we watched in our last episode, which was where Kurt Angle defeated Steve Austin. Uh, at Unforgiven, and that shockingly made it inside our top 10. I think it was the one we were expecting yep. to get yep. there. It did. Uh, this is the rematch. It's about uh, what do we say? I think it's three weeks later or two weeks later, two weeks around later, there. I think I think it's three. A lot of, we're, we're on a nice streak of Kurt Angle here. 
Oh yeah, a lot of angle. We've had, yeah. we've had a lot of angle. Uh, and this is the rematch. It's from Monday Night Raw, or, or I guess Raw's War still at this point. October 8th, 2001. Uh, this was hyped big time online at the time is uh, by WF themselves. It's like the biggest Raw ever. We're going to have a world title match. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. Steve Austin and Kurt Angle. So they really were the hype machine. And that was because at this time, the ratings were starting to sink back down. Like, Yep. The With no over. competition. Right. The peak was over and they were starting to see that not all that WCW crowd came. The competition's there. And that, that hot period is definitely starting to come down a little bit. So there's a little bit of panic around this time. They were looking to wrap up the invasion, get out of that. Um, and what could they do to start popping ratings again? So they start to get a little bit desperate sometimes with the yeah. TV booking. We even saw that in the way they burnt through the ECW turn in July. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Where they were really starting to hot shot a lot of stuff on TV. So It's like six months of TV in one night. Yeah. <laughs> so we're paused uh, on Peacock uh, at one twelve twenty again, October 8th, 20, uh, 2001. If you want to sync up with us here, uh, yeah. Aaron, I'll and, count uh, us in. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. And it's, it's Michael Cole looking like an idiot as Kurt Angle has just walked <laughs> yes. off. He's got a, a far away look in his eyes. Distant. Like the smoke of a distant fire. All right, here we go. Let's come down in three, two, one, go. So, yeah, I mean, so the glass is shattering. Here comes Austin. <laughs> I mean, the live crowds are still awesome. I mean, like, oh, the yeah. heat is still there. It's just that the ratings are starting to slowly erode. But yeah. I always, this talking point always stood out to me from the death of WCW book. And I think it might have been like a Mick Foley comment as well that like ticket sales are usually the last indicator because mm. people buy them so far in advance. That's right. That you can't really go by live attendance to see the start of the decline of the hot period and that it really is like tv ratings and, and other stuff yeah. well e even what you're saying is true but even ratings are the, the ratings don't decline as soon as it gets bad it's the same no thing. no right and, it, yeah and, it lags yeah and the opposite is true too like like 97 wwf is the best example because the show yeah. is clearly better than nitro for a good amount of it but it, it takes forever for them to overtake yeah, I love both, yeah, how both sides. how mean Austin looks coming out. He just looks like the biggest asshole walking planet Earth. And he's starting to grow the goatee now. Like that, that'll be huge yeah. by Survivor Series. Really bushy. And yeah. the only thing I'd say the least favorite part of mine of heel Austin. I love all of it. Is when yeah. he changes from disturbed to this this like stupid music. Do you think? Do you think they did that so that like? you wouldn't pop as much for it? Oh, 100%. Yeah, because they pretty yeah. much dull the glass, and then it's just like an angry, repetitive... It's not as uh, entertaining in any way. I, I like the Disturbed theme a lot. I actually yeah, was too. a pretty big fan of that uh, during this run. We got Deborah out here. She's got the... Looking pretty uh, fetch. Looking all right. <laughs> it's not going to happen, JT. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Is he beating her at this point? I'm sure. Or is that later? It's definitely, I mean, it comes out later. I don't know how long it was occurring, I guess. Yeah. Right, here's Regal. Regal. At this point, he's still up. commissioner uh, for yeah. the WWF. He's taking her away by the ear. I love that Austin stands for this. <laughs> you well, think you that this man... Shot. Yeah. Oh, you can see his hair is kind of growing back in the back of his head, too. I, I can't remember. Did they play it up on TV at all that he was kind of like letting himself go after he lost the belt? 
Right, it was like disheveled. I don't know. Because his hair is like he's yeah, it is coming slick. out a little bit. Yeah, this is. I mean, maybe they were making out. it like yeah, he was a little like uh, lost, you know. Yeah. Fucking angles got the belt off and talking already. <laughs> like this, yeah, it's all up. business. It's all business. Now, is Regal the most underused guy in company history? When you think of all yeah. the things they could have done. I think he's underused, but also some of it's his own fault where it seems like he's one of those guys that every time they started to get behind him has like a cell, either a, a self-inflicted wound or like bad luck. You know, he's just one of those guys where anytime they were ready to do it, he gets sick. Uh, he had the bloody noses, you know, and then he jail. gets the synthetic weed. Like, yeah, it's like, it was always something with that guy. Uh, I don't, he's a unique case because like low key, I don't think his style worked all the time with a lot of the opponents in WWE. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know like those I, edge matches I, are kind of weird. But I blame Edge. Like, like, because like when I'm watching WCW Regal, like no matter who he's in there with, I love it. Yeah. And it's all variety of styles. So, I mean, I would love to see a, a Regal angle program. You know, that would, that would kick ass. I, I think what they missed the window on, <coughs> and they could have done it here in 2001 is, and I think it's underutilized is face regal. Yeah. He's uh, great as a I face. quite like face. He's a great fire to baby. And we see it in 04 with the Eugene, when he fights triple H and all that, like yeah, we talked about that. Uh, yeah. We talked. Yeah. Right. In the rumble rebook. I think we talked about yeah. him being an option. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think, you know, one, they kind of missed the boat with him because they kind of did a little bit with him and Tajiri. Uh, mm. But they don't, I don't think they go far enough. in know, one with it where he really could have been like a fired up baby face. You know, the top yeah. of the card. <clears throat> um, he never really it, has a like a sustained babyface run, does he? Th- that 04 is like the only one, really. Yeah, where him and Tajiri attack champions in early 05, like that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, because I remember he fights Cesaro in like NXT as a face. I mean, him and Eugene, I and, said him and Tajiri, but don't him and Tajiri also win the tag titles at some point, like later? I want to say yes, but I can't remember the specifics. Yeah, um. But like even in in two thousand, I think it's two thousand thirteen or twelve when he fights Cesaro, he's yeah. also incredible as from fighting underneath. Like yeah, he, yeah, he's really good at everything. He's just a great performer altogether. Um, Angle is just kicking the crap out of Austin. He's throwing him around the ring. He's ankle locked him. Austin is fleeing to the floor, and I love that all of these matches have really shown uh, like that Austin almost can't hang with him. Yeah, like. He's like, desperate in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. This whole year he's desperate. He's desperate for love. He's desperate for the mm-hmm. title. He's desperate in matches. Well, it's like a, they don't say it enough, but when you read between the lines and follow the trajectory, it's like he's a guy that knows he's on borrowed time and he has mm-hmm. to make it count. Like he knows yeah. his neck is probably going to give after that surgery. So he's like, everything I can do to make this count and be yeah. world champion and get the adulation, everything I need, I'm going to squeeze because I know at any moment it was already yeah. taken away from me once and it could be taken away from me again. And I think he wrestles that way, both at a meta level, but also within the character. Yes. I, I agree as a character. And I, and I like that they don't continually say it. I like story. No, you don't need to they give me a bit of benefit of the doubt and I can pick up on it. Right. I don't need to be yeah. spoon fed. I'm curious though. Like if we go as a, as a performer level, if he understood that like he's right there for greatest of all time status. Yeah. And he needed that little year to like really, because if you take his 01 out, 
I don't like I don't think it makes a huge difference, but I think he's he he slips a little bit in like the overall rankings. Well, I would say without 01, he's still like the biggest star they've yeah. had, right? Like, but I don't think you think as well of like in ring the run, right? Because most of the yeah. shit was all brawling, which is all a lot of it's awesome. But this was sure. him proving he could still work. And part of it might have been that maybe he felt a little bit better with after the surgery. Like he wasn't yeah. dealing with the the neck from 98, 99. Like maybe so maybe he felt like he could go a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or again, he felt like I know this ain't gonna last, so I'm just gonna go all out. Um, and and a lot of workers came into the company during his year off, so I think part of it too was maybe just yeah. wanted to hang with those guys. Like, well, and, when he and left at '99, none of these guys were there. That's it. And knowing that that's his background too, because his right. background is yeah. a great worker. So it's like I'm sure, like it 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 makes me think of like if Bret Hart had come back in 2002. Like right. he'd be like, oh, I might not be able to go with Angle, but I want to work with Angle because yeah. he's a worker. Like I'm a worker, you know. Right. Um, the energy here is off the charts. Like the, the crowd is crazy. I think this feud is like you always kind of think of like the best feuds in company history and Mega Powers, Austin McMahon, Brett Austin. I feel like Austin Angle kind of gets overlooked um, when you think of like the quality, the hit rate of their matches. Like we know yeah. SummerSlams five or or four and three quarters right unforgiven we obviously fucking loved this match has been super fun and we know no mercy's awesome uh we also have the invasion and survivor series stuff bookending it and you have all the the angle stuff we talked about a lot last episode um i think it definitely gets overlooked a lot in the annals of like all-time feuds yeah i think it might be the best in-ring main event feud they've ever done yeah like unless unless you're kind of comparing it to like more modern stuff where like I mean like AJ Styles and Roman Reigns, every single match they had was incredible, right? But right. it doesn't have the gravitas that this had. But this yeah. doesn't have the same gravitas as like the Mega Powers or Rock Austin, you know? Like right, right. Yeah. So it's like it's like a step below in the storytelling, but with the matches, it's way above. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You could argue maybe Triple H Foley is up there. But because they have a couple of great matches and a hot story. But I think this has it all. I think it may be when you factor in everything. I'd say the only thing it doesn't have is maybe longevity, but it's still like a good six or seven months. But it has comedy. It has in ring. It has intensity. It's got memorable angles. It's got big moments. Like it kind of has everything you'd want from both ends. And it really does inch in toward the end of the year because they do fight at, uh, do they fight a vengeance? They do, right? Doesn't he fight him in the first round of the yeah, tournament? Yeah, of yeah. course. He beats him, right? So they fight there, and, and they still kind of linger into early fight in the, too, a little they bit. They fight in the Rumble, too. Like, Angle eliminates yeah. him from the Rumble. They right. should have – if they had wrestled at WrestleMania 18, which is what we talked about last time, too, I mean, it, it, it makes the show better. It makes the feud better. Yeah. Like, right, that should have been – if they weren't going to do Austin RVD, uh, which is the true right choice, uh, this yes. would have been a perfect – final blow off to their feud like the last time yeah if they if they if they do austin rvd that means austin walks out of vengeance with the titles right yeah i think that's no or or he just beats jericho at no way out sure 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 yeah yeah i don't know i think he has to stay a heel though but i don't know if they could have kept him a heel well not against jericho who was also a heel no so i mean i I think what you could do is just have the, I mean, 
they don't really need the two belts to unifying them anyway. So instead of unifying them, we could have said the WCW yeah. said go away. Uh, and Austin <laughs> is just the champion after Survivor Series, and he stays heel. Um, and RVD turns face right away and rises up the ranks earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Or you do something where Triple H coming back goes after the WCW title because he's uh, you keep it around and he's like, because they're going to break. They split it up eight months after that anyway. Right. right? Yeah. So, so you could have kept that as its own title, rename it the world title then yeah. and have Jericho win that from the rock like he did and keep it. And then Triple yeah. H goes after Jericho in the world. I mean, you could do that and, and still do Austin RVD for the WWE title uh, or angle instead of Jericho is the WCW or the world champion. And you could do Triple H angle at mania, which is also an option. Yeah. I'd like Triple H off that card, even though it's come back. Um, I mean, I wish like, it's such a long haul because of the invasion and the way it ends. It's such a long haul from no mercy to mania. Mm. But if they could have kept things boiling enough to run that triple threat back at mania, that's an option too. angle, triple yeah. a, angle RVD in it and Austin rematch and no mercy and RVD wins the belt at mania. Um, but I don't know if they could have kept it. That would have been a hard March to keep that boiling. You know, if they just would have booked them a little bit stronger, like you, you probably could have, you probably could have kept it going until until Mania, and then you have that blow off. Like the uh, Hogan Rock can have the exact same match and be part of the invasion, right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You drag it to Mania, um, or if you want to end it, you have RVD switch teams because he was kind of leaning that way anyway, and he yeah. wins it for well, Team WF instead of Rock, you know, and that right. that, that sets him up. To then win the rumble, um, so but then maybe you do something with angle in there as well somehow where like they both well, you have, can a have claim. Yeah, like you can have like you can have Austin be like, I don't want RVD on our team. I don't trust him. Yeah, and have the WWF ha- and and instead of Vince replacing himself with the Big Show, he replaces himself with RVD the night yeah. of maybe you know. So then RVD Austin just keeps the belt because even though WCW the Alliance dies, he's still the champion. Yeah. You don't do the tur- tur- you don't do the title unification deal, and then mm-hmm. RVD wins the Rumble, and maybe he faces Angle at No Way Out, and you get some kind of Austin interferes, and you get like a double DQ, mm-hmm. and then they put them both in the main event. So then you do Rock maybe- Hogan, you do Triple H yeah. Jericho for the for the World Title WCW title, yeah, and then you do Austin Angle RVD for the WWE title. Hell of a card, and you know what? You make that Triple H that Triple Threat an elimination match. Yeah. And RVD beats on both of them. And have them be both of yeah. them. Yeah. And then you, you still have Taker Flair on the card. It's a that's a stellar card. Because that's what yeah. the, that's what this card is missing, is that like that great title match, right? And you could do Kane and Hall. I mean, if you want to have Hall on the card, like yeah. Kane kind of fused at the NWO anyway, like right after Mania. So if you want to elevate Kane into that angle, you could have him fight Hall. Was Nash hurt? Yeah. Because it's a shame because more bicep or whatever. See, I think a way to go in that too is that you do like you do uh Hall and Nash. Maybe Nash doesn't get in the ring, he's just there right. against Kane and X Pac. Yeah, you can and have X Pac turn, turn like in the match. Again, yeah. Like it's just a storyline, but but Kane is over enough that it would be effective. Yeah. Um great back and forth match so far. I mean, or they outsiders could fight like the Hardys and like win the tag titles, like if you want to do something like that yeah, too. Like yeah, yeah. kind of like a little sneaky dream match or something. In the end, there's a lot of stuff they could have done instead. We say, I say it. I think I've said it in about 15 different podcasts over the last like six months. But I think WrestleMania 18 is like one of the most rebookable manias 
yeah. ever. Because because there's just so many good pieces. Yeah. Like it's so like it's it's I mean there, there's never a time when they have more star power collectively. No. You've Hogan, Austin, and Rock on the roster. Like and Triple H is I would say at his peak as far as being over after the rumble yes. return. Yeah, um, and RVD was super over. RVD yeah. was over by the end of a one on the same level as Austin and right. And then you got Jericho and Angle, which are like one B, you know, to all yeah. those one A's. You got the outsiders, which are a big deal. You got Taker, Flair. I mean, yeah. could pull out Vince. Like, I mean, the other thing you could do is you could have saved Vince Flair for Mania and yeah. done uh, Taker, Taker Kane, Kane against the outsiders. Yeah, like that might have been killer. Yeah, that would have been cool. But it would have probably buried the outsiders, but they got buried anyway, so it doesn't matter, right? Like, right. Well, and with Taker, is like, is he already face again, though? I mean, I guess he, when does he turn face again? It's like by August, right? Yeah, it's when he's fighting Brock. Like I think it's even sooner because I think he fights like Test at SummerSlam or whatever, doesn't he? Yeah, it, well, because he's a heel when he loses the belt, which is, July. yeah, I think it's over that month into SummerSlam. Yeah. He kind of starts to become a tweener because he breaks out the flag. Against the un-Americans yeah. or whatever. The un-Americans. But I mean, that heel stuff, his best heel stuff is pre-Mania anyway. So like, oh, yeah. if he turns it made for Mania, you don't lose much. Don't Maybe lose the, the Hardy moment. But you could do that with him as a face anyway if you wanted to. Yeah. I always wanted... Uh, well, that is in the build-up. That's in the build-up to Mania. Like, isn't it? The Hardy I always, Yeah. No, that's, May, that's I, June. It's June? He's I always imagine... Uh, oh no no that's the ladder match but there's times yeah. where he beats up matt her and oh yeah anyway. and jeff and lita or whatever yeah. or they try to team up on him like i always thought like you know as a as a secondary option for taker at mania like him fighting the hardys might have been really interesting yeah that could be cool austin breaking up the boston crab trying to win the match i mean it's been a very it's again a, a perfect blend of you're getting there they're brawling they're hot brawling to start with all the angst yeah. angle uh, it was in, in, on top for a while. Austin turned the tide, and now he's just been grinding him in the ring. Yeah. The crowd is hot. I like the spot where, like, there's the rope break, but then the, the, the wrestler pulls the guy away, puts the hole yeah. back in. I can't imagine. I mean, the good thing, these guys, all these matches are wrestled with such desperation for both guys. Like, yeah, they want this so bad against each other. You know, like, everything feels like the end of the world in, in these matches. Well, and that's and that's why it's so hard I find to like get into the modern product. I'm not sure in the modern product, but like think of the holes. Think of the mo like look at that moment. He missed angle by jumping on the ropes. He bounced off. He filled the moment by fingering the ref, right? Yeah. Like every moment there's something. Whereas when you think of all the pregnant pauses and the looks to the camera and the waiting that happened today, that's what yeah. sucks the urgency out of the matches. So whereas they're more athletic today than they are here, this feels raw and real that in a degree that that it doesn't today. It's more performative, right? And I like the the tease with the ref is a sneaky little callback to SummerSlam too, right? Because in yeah. SummerSlam they kicked the shit out of all the refs, right? Uh, and yeah. so here he kind of almost teased taking out Hebner, uh, but he doesn't. So that's been part of the story as well. This is abuse of the refs trying to save his that's title. Right. I think I'm more uh, angled Germans here now. Yeah, I, you, you can see Austin's pained face as he's being pulled over. Like he, I mean, I don't know if anyone in a year ever took more Germans than Angle than Austin does in 01. I mean, Benoit Angle, like both just wreck him with Germans all year. 
And he's the wrong guy to be taking German suplexes. Yes. Yes. Like, like the most famous neck injury of all time. <laughs> I mean, I think 01 is low key one of those brutal years in company history as far as physicality. Like, you don't, you wouldn't think of it, but they really oh. wrestle a strong style in 01. Like, these guys are all busting their asses. And you got the glass shit at King of the Ring. Uh, I feel like every week a dude had another injury, whether it's a neck, uh, broken arm, broken back. Like, every week someone was like going down with another busted you know, appendage. And a lot of it was just due to their style. They were working. I wonder how much of that is them trying to prove something to the WCW people that are there. Yeah. Like, because I it's think just the style was right up, but I think the style was just hot too. Like wasn't new Japan really heating up with like the strong style stuff around here. I don't know. Oh, Regal's in the ring. That's enough sunshine. <laughs> Give me the belt. You toad. <laughs> you scallywag! It's one of the few times Regal didn't rub his feet. Fat ass. <laughs> I'm going frog's fat ass. See, this is oh. such a stupid turn. Not only because of the I timing know. and how obvious it was, but like, why did he need to hit Angle? Like, Austin had the belt standing over him. He could have just hit him with it, and Regal yeah, had hit him why? with it instead. It's not like Angle was. Uh, Angle should have been on top, and then Regal turns on. This made no sense. Angle like, should have. Austin was going to hit him with anyway. the belt. Like yeah, if if, Ang if Angle's limited and Regal's like, no, let me do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was dumb. It was like Austin was about to hit him anyway. Yeah. And unnecessary. Like, maybe yeah, they're why just do we tired need to of Regal like yeah. six weeks before. And why is his count slow if his leg is hurt? His arm isn't hurt. <laughs> Earl always had the weirdest like leg cell. It was always like bent crooked. Like, I don't know how he yeah. did it. And then he holds it like he's stretching his quadricep. On the ground it's very odd uh i love that was a great near fall i thought for sure that was yeah. it Me too. Um, i'm glad it wasn't yeah because i want to see a stunner or something for it which i think is about what we're gonna but yeah it's about to happen oh yeah. he ate it fuck he eats it so well and now like, this is gonna be it right yeah kurt's not looking at the ref no i'm surprised he didn't kick out a bit there no um, that's good because at least it, like he austin yeah. won it on his own with that move versus regal leading directly yeah. to it I don't know what I was doing so close to his face and not saying anything and just breathing on him. Oh, now he's talking. It just took a while. It was too long before he started talking. I really, I want to go back to the old place to be podcast with Kevin Kelly and, and ask if, or see if we asked if angle was supposed to win it on forgiven if it was because of nine 11, because it is weird that Austin wins it right back three weeks yeah. later. Um, but again, I feel like they wanted to reward Angle in his hometown, so he probably was going to win, yeah. I would think. This is some really great heel work that Earl Hebner can't stand, but so yeah. Austin forces him to get up on his feet to raise his arm. I, yeah, <laughs> That's beautiful. And yeah, I mean, we're in the waning days of the Austin heel run. Like We got like about no. five weeks left here. Fuck, he's, it's like he's funny, but he looks dangerous and mean. Like it, I love it. I love this run so much. And we still have, I mean, after this, we're not going to talk about it because it's not a title change, but they still had no mercy like a week later or two weeks later, uh, which is another amazing match with these guys. So. Yeah. Great. Which stuff. I think is, uh, really yeah, I think that no mercy is better than the last two matches we've watched for me. Like it's not better than SummerSlam, but like, right. it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree in ring for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get to our awards. I mean, that was a fun rewatch again. It's a match we hadn't seen in, and I probably hadn't seen since 2001. <laughs> I guess. No. I'm sure. Probably same for you. Um, yeah. All right, so I would say match quality. Uh, maybe I don't know. Seven feels low, but I guess it doesn't feel like a but four. eight feels high. Like yeah, I guess that's seven. the 
Yeah, like seven feels low, but eight feels high for me. Right. I think it's in, it's, it's very, like, it'd really be like a seven and a half if we did halves, but like I would probably three, have that at like three and three quarters. Yeah. Yeah, but closer to three and a half than four. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Significance is hard because it's I mean, it, it almost like writes the ship. Like right. like in terms of where the storyline is going, but like it's these title changes that make every other title change seem less significant. Yeah. So, well, but these guys are so in, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think these guys are hurts too much, but no, I don't think it hurts it. It's just, it just doesn't seem like, Oh, Austin won. The, oh my God. Austin won the belt. You know, like, right. well, it's kind of obvious. I, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to go four. like, it's yeah, not, I mean, it sets up the end. It sets up the, Final invasion, you get the Austin Rock stare down. You get Austin laying down for Jericho, which is a pretty big moment. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, four feels right. Uh, the moment was pretty good. Like the regal turn is kind of whatever. I did I'm like the post match with him yelling at him. I like that he won with a stunner. It's a raw title change, which is cool. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go six. I think it's that's where I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna go six. Yeah. Uh, the build is, I, I don't, I don't know. Because like it, it depends. Like, are, do we factor in all of their feud before the same way we factored it in for the last one? It doesn't feel right because that feels like the build mm. for the last one, right? And this change feels like it's originating from that last match, which was two weeks ago. So, yeah, I think I'll give it like a bonus point for that other shit being baked into the story. Uh, yeah. I won't weigh it fully, so maybe like a three. Now I'm at three. Yeah. Okay. And aftermath. This isn't bad because you know you're getting the end of the invasion. You've got the, the, you get the triple the threat match, the, tri the triple threat. Then you've got that leads to the unification. Um, you've got the whole bit with Austin turning back face as a consequence because Vince tries to trip him the belt and he comes back. That's all in the aftermath of this match. But yeah, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same high end stuff though as as previous though. No, like, no, it drops. I mean, like I said, we get the as part of you get the RVD chase, right? Like, it, it, if yeah. I don't, I let it roll to the next raw. Like, he's all over the opening video package, RVD and Austin. So, like, they're right. building toward No Mercy as part of the fallout. You get Austin Rock showdown, end of invasion, yeah. Vince chasing Austin, Austin laying down for Jericho. So, I think a lot still happens, but looking at like, you know, we had a four for the last one, but you almost have to throw that out, right? Right. I think because, um, I think you need to throw that one out because it, whatever. So it's somewhere between last time, I think, and and uh, Austin Rock. Yeah. So maybe like I guess like a six, seven, seven would split the difference. That seems too high. Yeah, I think six. I think six. Six makes sense. Okay. All right. So that's fifty-two points total. It ties with a recent one. <laughs> uh, Rock and angle from no way out. Oh yeah. So what's the uh, significance? Uh, significance rock and from angle. rock and uh, both eight <laughs> combined. Oh, they're similar. They're very similar. Yeah. Because they both have yeah. lasted about a, like this one lasts a little bit longer. I guess match quality. Would we go to that next? I think so. All right. So that would so, be no uh, no way out. Right. Okay. So that's not. I mean, look. It's it's not to the levels. Um, it's not to the levels that some of the other things have been in the angle um, Austin right. stuff, but I mean, still not horrible. All things well, considered. A, yeah. I mean, it's a top, it's in the top half. 
Yeah, it puts it 30th, and we've done 60. This is our 62nd? Uh, yeah, 60, yes. 62nd. 62nd, and it finishes 30th <clears throat> thus far. So, yeah, right in the middle. Like, for context, it's, it's like we said, one spot below The Rock and Kurt Angle from this year, 2001, and one spot above back, Bob Backlund against the Iron Sheik. Yeah. I, I, th- I mean... Look, I mean, this feud's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. I think we knew coming in this one was going to be probably on the lower end of it just because yeah. of how it was and the build being tight and kind of a, a retcon from what we just saw. So I, I think that's fine. Um, but all in, it's, yeah, I mean, it's 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 still a great feud. It's a really good moment. Um, it's, it's kind of a forgotten one for sure. So I, th- I think where it slots in is good. And this it did lead, I guess, part of the aftermath. We didn't talk about a regal. I guess Regal's turn is part of it, right? So that sure. leads to the Kiss My Ass Club and Regal being a Vince Toady. And also, if you're again, if you roll to the next Raw, Foley's back as commissioner for this like little okay. six weeks run. So that's part of it as well. But if you um, like Foley as commissioner in 2001, yeah. <laughs> all right. So right, no change to our top 10. But yeah, we can run, run it down here though. Sure. Is this updated? So, yeah, it's updated. Okay. Yeah, it is. So hanging, uh, yes, hanging strong at number 10 is Mankind defeating The Rock from the January 4th, 99 Monday Night Raw with 72 points. Number nine, Steve Austin over The Rock at WrestleMania 5 with 73 points. Number eight, Andre the Giant defeating Hulk Hogan, uh, February 5th, 88 main event, 75. Number points. seven, Hulk Hogan over The Iron Sheik, January 84 MSG with 76 points. Number six, Kurt Angle, uh, the aforementioned match from last time. Kurt Angle defeating Steve Austin, 77 points, September 01, Unforgiven. Uh, number five, Ric Flair winning the 1992 Royal Rumble with 78 points. Our bridge match is next with Steve Austin defeating The Rock at WrestleMania X7, 85 points. Uh, number three, Bret Hart over The Undertaker, SummerSlam 1997, 90 points. That's right. Uh, number two, Steve Austin defeating Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14, 93 points. And our number one match is still from Montreal, so Series 97, Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart, 94 points. And I'll tell you, Aaron, I'm starting to lose faith that we're going to find anything to crack these top three. I think we'll have top 10 contenders. Like, I think Angle Austin yeah. came out of nowhere, right? Like, I think I think there's a couple low, low ones here at the end that could get picked off. Mankind Rock, Austin Rock. Yeah. Um, but I do, think, yeah I, I do think... Yeah, I do think we're... I think it's starting to get a little bit hairy to have too many left that could really challenge those top three spots and maybe even yeah, top because, four 85 may be tough yeah when you think of when you think of the matches that are coming up like the title changes aren't the best matches usually right yeah. you know if that if that if that three-way was a title change maybe you know like but then again it would suffer from build you know right so yeah and i i can't see any of the triple h stuff in 02 no there's gonna be a lot more bottom feeders and best i mean yeah. we have a couple of later 02 that you know, yes. maybe, maybe stand a chance, right? Um, but we'll see. All right, so listen, we'll be back uh, next Saturday with our February Build-A-Card. Uh, we do have a, again, we had last Saturday off. We may have another one off coming up, but we'll be back next week with the Build-A-Card, uh, and then we'll continue on our title change. So the next title change episode will either be in two weeks or three weeks, and that'll be Steve Austin versus Chris Jericho uh, for Vengeance 01. It's the closing match there. So we'll cover that. We'll see where that uh, how that holds up. So be yep. sure to subscribe, like we said. We appreciate you uh, joining us as always and, and give your feedback. You know, do you think this should have ranked higher? Uh, should it have, you know, whatever. Uh, ranked lower. Differently, right? Or anything else, right? So subscribe, yeah. 
let us know. Don't miss match. a thing. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media, like we said as well. The Dookie's been dropped. We'll talk to you soon. Next week. Bye, Jockass. Bye. It might have appeared to go unnoticed. But I. I'm